other installment of Sports Rap Podcast, Sports Rap Radio Show. Also, right now, live on Facebook in the group page, you know where it is. Sports Rap Radio Show. Waiting for my friends to jump in and tune in, so I'll be looking for you. And as always, I acknowledge everyone when they chimes in. I even wave back when they chime in. <clears throat> so, got some little bit, a little bit more news before I get into the scores. Yeah, I said scores. I had to give a little round of applause for that because it's been so long since I reported any actual scores to you. So I have some scores for you today. Kirk, what's going on, my guy? What's happening? Now, before I get into this, I just got another alert that we all know that the WNBA has started. Coach Stan, what's happening? The NBA has started. Major League Baseball has started. NHL will be around the end of the week. And tomorrow, I think, is the first day that players can report to facilities for NFL training camps. But we all know that involved what went on with the NBA and how there were a few players who, who were adamantly against um, the restart in the bubble, one being Kyrie Irving. Now, just got a report that Kyrie Irving is supplying or committing to $1.5 million to the WNBA as a supplemental payment for players who opt out of their season. Yeah, Kyrie, you get some applause for that. Uh, great thing you're doing to help out your sisters over in the WNBA. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. Hopefully, uh, he will spark something and there will be some others that will chime in and help along with that cause. Now, also, I read this morning, and you know, we've been talking about all the social injustices and everything that's been continually going on against black and brown minorities forever. I'm going to use that word today, forever. And we talked about the non-arrest of the murderers of Breonna Taylor, the issue with George Floyd. Shout out to Stephen Jackson for continuing that fight. Shout out to everyone that is also continuing their fight for Breonna Taylor. If you did not see it, I posted it over the weekend. WNBA kicked off on Saturday. It was a game, I think it was the Storm and the Sun, I believe. I'm not sure which teams it were, but that's a mute point. The, the bigger issue was that both teams, during the playing of the National Anthem, exited the court in unison, both teams. Then they came back and have dedicated the season to Breonna Taylor. So if you ever know, if you have, haven't seen any games, WNBA players uh, have their last name and they also have Breonna Taylor's name on the back of their jersey. So shout outs to them for committing and continuing the fight. There still has been no arrest in that murder. And it needs to be. So, people, we have to keep pushing for that um, so that these guys, these murderers, these murderous police will have some kind of consequences and we want an arrest. So, got to keep pushing for that. Lastly, I saw today, and this is just evolving around everything that's going on with this social injustice stuff because it's getting 
out of hand because a lot of people are wanting to control the narrative in their own way. And every not everyone, but a lot of people are still harping on the fact or believing that all of this with the uh, players and people kneeling or not standing or leaving the courts or fields for the national anthem is disrespectful to the country. Well, well, well. Funny that you use that word, disrespectful. Absolutely. Okay. You talk about these actions are disrespectful to the flag, which had nothing to do with any of the protests from when it started back, McCollin Kaepernick. And now you say it's disrespectful to the country. How can that be disrespectful to a country that has been disrespectful to minorities? Here's my word of the day. Since forever. Forever. Okay, people? I don't think it's any disrespect there. So what I was getting at was Mike Dicker has come out recently and says that, and I quote, kneeling is disrespectful to the country, end quote. Mike Dicker, I read the article completely as I always do, and I just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention. But I kind of think in a small way, this is a publicity stunt. He is one of the spearheads of a new potential league, the X League, which is a women's tackle football team league. So he could be doing something just to get some publicity around that league. So I don't know. That's how I feel. But again, like I said, Ray, what's going on? Don't use the word disrespectful. I think that that should not be allowed in their vocabulary at all. Like I said, because if you want to talk about disrespect and being disrespectful, just take a look back. Again, my word of the day, forever. How long African Americans and other minorities have been disrespected by this country that we live in. So I think they need to take that word disrespectful out of their vocabulary if they're not going to acknowledge the fact that they have been disrespectful forever. So my little soapbox for the day, and we're going to move on. Like I said, we had some NBA scrimmages uh, started yesterday's games. The Sixers fall to the Thunder, 97-102. to The Celtics defeat the Suns, 117-103. to Pacers defeat the Mavericks, 118-111. The Blazers fall to the Raptors, 110-104. to And the Rockets defeat the Grizzlies, 119-104. Today's schedule... Coming up, there are games today. The Wizards and the Lakers are at 3. The Kings and the Clippers at 4. Jazz and the Nets at 5.30. Magic Nuggets 7 p.m. And Pelicans Bucks 8 p.m. Those games can be seen on NBA League Pass and NBA TV. Also, this is the final week. We all know coming up July 30th, which is this coming Thursday, the eight seeding games for the 22 teams that were invited to the bubble begin. All kicks off on TNT with the Jazz versus the Pelicans at 6.30 on TNT. And then the Clippers-Lakers at 9 p.m. on TNT. For my Sixers fans, as I am, we begin on August the 1st against the Indiana Pacers. So, again, getting to the WNBA scores from yesterday. The Lynx defeat the Sun 77-69. The Sky edges the Aces 88-86. And the Dream 
take one over the Wings, 105-95. Next upcoming games on the schedule for the WNBA will be Tuesday. The Mystics will play the Sun, Sparks will play against the Sky, and the Lynx will face off against the Storm. So I'm going to move into our baseball scores now. And as you know, we know how baseball is run. So there's a hefty, hefty, usually a hefty, hefty schedule of baseball games. And I'm going to give you all the scores from yesterday's games. And the upcoming schedule for today will be posted later today once I get done on air. And I'm leaving the baseball, like I said, for the end because there's some stories, some news that I need to talk to you about, about the MLB and how they proposed their season and the way that I think they should have took a page from other leagues' books in preparing for their season. So let's get it going. The Yankees defeat the Nationals 3-2. The Marlins defeat the Phils 11-6. Blue Jays fall to the Rays in 10 innings, 6-5. The Royals defeat the Indians 9-2. The Tigers beat the Reds 3-2. Orioles fall uh, defeat the Red Sox 7-4. The Mariners defeat the Astros 7-6. The Twins beat up on the White Sox 14-2. Pirates defeat the Cardinals 5-1. The Brewers fall to the Cubs 9-1. The Rockies defeat the Rangers 5-2. The Angels fall to the Athletics 6-4. Diamondbacks edge the Padres 4-3. The Braves beat up on the Mets 14-1. And closing out yesterday's game, yesterday's schedule, the Giants defeat the Dodgers 3-1. And as I stated before I gave you those scores, I'll have today's schedule of games posted later once we go off air. Now, I want to talk to you about this baseball thing. And Phillies are in that. Phillies should have been in action tonight for game one of their series against the New York Yankees. Well, that game has been canceled. Okay, I'm here to give it to you right now if you haven't caught it. The game has been canceled due to an issue with the Miami Marlins. Uh, there was initial reports that, excuse me, there were four players as of yesterday who were tested positive for coronavirus. As I as I awake this morning to prepare for today, I get news that there were eight more members of that team that tested positive. So that's like four or five, eight men. That's players and uh, coaching staff. So that total was now run up to 14. So the Phillies game against the Yankees, which I think was here, Citizens Bank Park, has been canceled. The opener for the Marlins has been canceled against the Orioles because they can't leave Philly. They're still here. <clears throat> so what does that mean for the Phillies? Of course, is an immediate question since we just got underway with baseball. Of course, all the Phillies fans are asking, I'm sure, what does that mean for the Phillies? Comes an issue. I can't say it's a problem as of yet because I am still still need more details. But I can say that it, that it is an issue. Uh, ah, chill. No chill. What's going on? Good morning. So, again, I can say that it is an issue. Okay, and like we said, what does that mean for the Phillies. As of now, we don't know. Only thing that we do know is that today's 
game against the Yankees has been canceled. So this brings me to my point and what I want to talk about with Major League Baseball. So as you know, before we got things underway, I had been praising the NBA. Okay. And of course, it's going to happen. It's a pandemic and, and things are going to happen. So we know the NBA had a couple players that tested positive. We had a couple players, you know, that had to leave the bubble for family reasons or emergency reasons. We know all of that. Okay. They're taking very high consideration today. Like I mentioned, Lou Williams left the bubble for an emergency or family reason. Um, they came out that he was under investigation. And I'll put it out there because it's already been out. He went to Magic City and he got dinner. He says he didn't stay. He didn't hang around or anything. He got dinner. He says he always goes there. He frequents that place a lot. We all know what Magic City is. It's a gentleman's club. I'm going to be nice on air. It's a gentleman's club. We all know what it is. So the NBA, again, is taking every precaution. Okay? Because he was at uh, an establishment where there could be high risk or there was more people, or a lot of people, he, one, was in, under investigation for why he was there in the first place, knowing the reasons that he was on an excused absence from the bubble. Okay, that's one part. And the second part, that he's immediately doing another 10-day quarantine. So he will miss the first two games of their eight seeding games, the Clippers' eight seeding games, due to this second quarantine. Which I think is a good thing. It's like I tell you, I've been watching and following the NBA since the start of this. And I still think, as of right now, if I had to tell you who was doing the better job, I'm not going to say the best, who was doing the better job out of the four major sports, I still have to give it hands down right now to the NBA. Okay? So, getting back to baseball. Baseball, they didn't plan for a bubble. The NFL have taken precautions along the way. They don't necessarily have a bubble either, but they were very, very careful. Okay, although I don't think, still don't think they put as much effort as they should have into it, but I give them the benefit of the doubt because they are being careful, for lack of a better word. NHL has somewhat of a hub, a bubble. Okay, now we get back to baseball once again. They don't have any plans or didn't have any plans for a bubble. Now you start your season. And after all that they went through to actually get some type of season, 60-game season, but it's something. All of that that they went through to get that done and start the season over the weekend. And now you have an issue like this with the Florida Marlins. And like I said, overnight, it blew up. And so it went from like 4 to like 14 in a matter of maybe 12, 13 hours. I'm just exact, I'm just guessing. But overnight, okay, it blew up. So now they are quarantined and being tested here in Philly. They can't even leave Philly. Their home opener has been canceled. As of right now, the most that we know about the Phillies is that their game against the Yankees tonight has been canceled. So... It brings me to this. The efforts of Major League Baseball, in my opinion, and 
knowing what we know now about this issue, we're not as cautious as every other league. Like I said, the NFL didn't have a bubble. And I still don't think 100% the NFL has done everything that they could have done. But nonetheless, they are preparing to move forward. They've canceled the preseason games. Canceled the preseason period. You know, initially they were trying to just take two games away. Then they got to a point where they just canceled the entire preseason. They have players are scheduled to report tomorrow for most teams. They did something. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They did something. They have a, I guess, a plan, you can say, or an idea of how they want to do testing. But baseball and all the haste and everything that it took to get a baseball season, now you have this, this issue. And in honesty, I'm just waiting to see what else is going to happen. Um, there was another player for the Nationals that was by the second game of the season who tested positive. So I don't know how Major League Baseball is going to get through this. I'm sure it is a shocker to them. I'm saying that kind of funny, being devil's advocate somewhat. Because I don't think they did their due diligence. I definitely do not believe that they did all that they could have. And now the question becomes, right, they should have, uh, Sabib Agul says, they should have tested them all from the beginning before they even came here. That was stupid and irresponsible. Well, actually, they did test them, but again, the NB, the Major League Baseball doesn't have like they like we have in the other leagues, a restriction or a bubble for these players. So they're staying at their hotel. So, which means that those some of those guys that were tested probably were floating around that hotel, all willy nilly, if you will. So you know, I don't think it's a test. I don't think it's a point that they um, did not test them. I think that it's a point that they didn't do their homework or due diligence and put some type of restrictions on those players. Because of what was going on. And like I said, you look back at the NBA, and I think the NBA is the front runner. And I think these other leagues can look at the NBA and kind of see how they're handling things. Like I said, when we all talked about it, um, I'm not that listen to me, but the Marlins, first it was announced that four players, like I said, early yesterday it was four. By the time I woke up this morning, it was 14, and that's like players and coaching staff. So I don't know what went on with them, okay? Uh, so I'm going to do some more research and try and find out where all that came about. But I have no idea how it blew up that fast for that particular team. So, again, you look at all of these guys. Yeah, exactly. You look at these leagues, and then you take a page, take a step back, and you look at the NBA again. Like I said, the NBA started the bubble, okay? And they started the bubble, but if you notice, the teams didn't immediately go to the bubble, which leads me to believe that 
The NBA was there. They had people spraying and cleaning and doing things that they needed to prepare for this volume of players and people, coaches and everything to come to the bubble. Okay? Going in right before they're left to go there, you know, you had Russell Westbrook who tested positive. He re-quarantined again immediately, and then he'll go to the bubble later. But he has a screening that he's going to, he has a screening process that he's going to go through to get there. And once he gets there, he's probably there now. But once he got there, after being screened and positive before, prior to that, he's probably still going to be quarantined again. Like we said with Lou Williams. Lou Williams was on an excused absence, an excused exit from the bubble. Okay, He had some issues, family issues or whatever, private matters. And him as the person that he is in his hometown, he frequents Magic City on a regular, he says. He eats there. Okay, And like I said, we all know what that is. I mean, I'm not too particular about eating in that kind of place or whatever, but that's just me. But nonetheless... That's something that he does on a regular. So, of course, he's a human. He's human. He's home. I'm here. I'm with my guys. We're doing what we do. We're celebrating or we're grieving over whatever went on. Yeah, let's do our routine. And I, I get that. I understand it. Because depending on the situation, if it was a grieving situation, you, a lot of times... People in general, we, we see it all the time as average Joes, as, as you'd like to want to call us or whatever. But we see that we'll do our routine so that in remembrance of our fallen friend or family member or whatever that had a routine with us, we will do that one last time, you know, to say our goodbyes or whatever the situation was. But immediately, he comes back, he's quarantined for 10 more days. Immediately. Okay, the NHL, the same way. They took their time. They decided to, Richard Drummond, what's going on? They decided to have round-robin tournament move into the playoffs instead of having, trying to salvage a regular, any part of their regular season, which is okay, totally fine. But also, they moved these teams together. So, the difference with the teams moving together in this crisis or this pandemic, as opposed to them being in their regular uh, season mode, is usually they have a roommate. This time they don't have roommates. But they have them quarantined in the bubble. Okay? Like we said, we talked about the NBA. They have a ring, okay, that the players are going to wear that can, you know, kind of tip them off if players have any symptoms or anything. You know, I'm watching Matisse Thibel and his vlog, his vlog this morning, and he's walking through the area and he's going to eat. They have banquet halls or dining halls set up for each team. So it's just that team. But they have these watches on, I see. that They look like almost like a smartwatch. And they scan it as they go in. I don't know, I don't know what that watch is reading. But they're having the NBA, I think, is taking every precaution and, and, and doing their due diligence. So why didn't... Brandon, B-Dot, what's going on? Why didn't Major League Baseball follow suit? I have no idea. I think Major League Baseball was rushed because, as we know, people have always called baseball America's pastime. I'm not a huge baseball fan. I usually only get into baseball once the playoffs start because I think that's the more exciting time for me. 
it's just the fact that the season is so long. It's so long. Like every team you play, there's like a three, four game series, and then it just extends, extends, extends. So I really don't get into baseball until the playoffs. I mean, I follow because I do what I do, but like I said, I really don't get in tune completely or get engaged until the playoffs start, which I think is more intense anyway. So why did they not follow suit as having these players? In the bubble, I don't know. I think, again, I think it was rushed. And again, there's a lot of teams in baseball, a lot of games, and it would have probably been very difficult to get all of these guys in to one area at a time. But there's ways around it. Like I said, Jackie Bridges, what's going on, my friend? Like I said, Florida Marlins came here. Not so much using the word quarantine, but there should have been restrictions on them in their hotel. You're here. You're in the hotel. That's it. You go nowhere until it's time to go to the game, batting practice or whatever. This is what it is. This is the way it should have been. But apparently it wasn't because, like I said, we had this blow up, this issue from four players to now 14. Now reported 14. Who knows? There could be more coming later today. Now, how the rest of baseball handles this um, is a mystery still. You could also argue that the game's being canceled, the Phillies game being canceled today because the Phillies just played the Marlins for three days. And being, at the, being as though the Marlins can't fly back home, their home opener against the Orioles has been canceled as well. So, again, like I said in the very beginning, the only thing we know uh, about the Phillies in this situation is that the game today has been canceled. We don't know anything else as of yet. But this becomes a big issue. And again, the mystery becomes how will Major League Baseball handle this? How will they recoup from this? And it's also a learning phase for the other leagues. Because they have, you can call it, in a small way, you can call it an outbreak. Because of the way, it, I'm just using that as, as lack of a better word. But this may intensify even more the bubble situations. Monica, boss lady, what's going on? This could even intensify more of how these other leagues are going to begin to screen and monitor players and their activities. Okay? So... We will definitely see how this plays out and what happens with Major League Baseball. Now, moving along, we get back into our regular everyday or our weekly sports stuff now. And again, I talked about the WNBA and I mentioned Breonna Taylor. Yeah, thanks, Monica. I have to um, because I was pumped because we had some live sports. You know, a lot of people were pumped because we had some live sports. But now this is a critical issue. And thanks for um, shouting out. Monica came in and she says, hey, she's so glad that I'm reporting this. And, and no doubt because, like I said, I'm sure there are a lot of people, a lot of baseball fans that are stunned founded right now. Absolutely 
stunt because now they don't know what's going to happen. And it's kind of like you get a tease. Like, yeah, we got some live sports. We got some baseball. You know, I can switch. I can watch the Sixers or I can watch the scrimmage, NBA scrimmage early in the day. And then later on that night, I can sit, kick back and relax and watch some baseball. We don't know how that's going to happen right now. All due to this. And like I said, it happened in a matter of hours. So there's still a mystery on how it happened. Okay. And the other mystery, other parts of that mystery is how did they move on? How did they progress from this issue? So getting back to the basis of a lot of talk about the NBA bubbles and returning to sports where people um, in the minority community who are still upset felt that playing these sports would kind of take away from the aspect or the fight of inequality and injustice that's going on. I don't think it will. I think it was warranted. I think it was needed. Because if we're always fighting, and I'm not disclaim, dis, uh, I'm not disagreeing with any of the fights because I, I've been commenting and I've been posting stuff as well. I think this is just a little break. But I love the fact that two of the leagues have made a concerted effort. Um, WNBA, like I said, the first game, the players exited the court during the playing of the national anthem. Then they came back and they dedicated their season to Breonna Taylor. So all of them are wearing Breonna Taylor's name. Okay, There's going to be a lot of WNBA games on national TV this year. And a lot of people are going to see that name. Hopefully, it's going to change something. Hopefully, we can get something done. In the NBA... You have numerous players that are in this fight with us. So I look at it as these guys going and these guys and ladies going and doing their jobs. Because although what's going on, Jen, how you doing, homie? Although we look at it from the outside looking in as fans, as entertainment for us, again, we have to take in consideration and remember remember and remind ourselves that this is their job. It's a sport, we all know that, but at this point, it's their job. So these guys are going to do their job. Like I reported last week with the Sixers players, Joel Embiid was not in tune with going into the bubble and playing. But I loved what he said behind that. He said he's not, he wasn't for it, he was against it, he wasn't sure of how, because he says basically like what every other person says on the regular side of people or regular side of the working force we don't know everybody we don't know if everybody's going to follow the rules people break rules just because we know that we see it every day so I understood his point but he also turned around and he said I'm going to put on for my city I'm going to rep my city and I'm going to go and do my job so I, I applauded him for that and I think that was a great thing that he did and said now, there are a lot of players that have been making a stand, making statements uh, during these scrimmages, and they're doing interviews within the bubble. And a lot of them are saying, oh, my, my, only my answer to all your questions are justice for Breonna Taylor. It's my answer to every question. 
So I reported it last week, and it was a five-day, five five-part docuseries that ran last week called The Arena. And you can go back to go back and check out what I wrote, what I said about it. You can go back on demand and uh, probably check the episodes out. There was one episode, episode two, um, and it was with Carrie Champion, Dwayne Wade, Draymond Green, and Charles Barkley. All five episodes, Dwayne Wade was wearing a shirt um, in reference to Breonna Taylor and the number four, the district attorney, um, and I think it's Kentucky, where she was, um, to make for people to make calls. And all through that episode, people were tweeting, they were reading some tweets, people were tweeting that, yo, I just called and left a message and, and everything like that. Now, one of the points that they also mentioned, they talked about all of these players and their responses to the questions. My answer is going to be justice for Breonna Taylor. Charles Barkley brought up a very, very good point. And initially, if you watch this episode, initially it seemed like he was getting a little standoff from Draymond. And what Charles Barkley said, and I'm paraphrasing, what he said was, you can't sit there and say to these reporters, my only answer is justice for Breonna Taylor. Now, what he meant was he was not discrediting the fact that you are using your platform in this fight. He thinks that's a great thing. But what he meant was, you have these reporters, they have to do a job too. They write the papers, we have to give them a story to write. He even put himself in that because he's a commentator on TNT. He says, we're going to have to talk about these games. We're going to ask these guys questions about basketball. He said, in his opinion, in his eye, and it was a very good thought, very good point, that if you say initially, my only answer is justice for Breonna Taylor, you are going to have some reporters that will never talk to you again throughout this whole time. Point being, your point, your voice could get lost because you said it. Draymond Green later, after they discussed it a little bit, he later came in and he said, I get your point. I understand what you're saying. He said, now you can say, well, what about that defense? He's Draymond Green said, well, yeah, you know, we didn't play good defense. We got to work on that. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Dwayne Wade agreed with that, and then Kerry Champion also agreed. And I think that's a great idea. I think that's how it should be handled because that way the voice isn't lost, so to speak. The voice is still heard. You're still getting your message across. Because like Charles said, you guys have a job to do to play these games. These reporters have a job to do to report on these games and ask you these questions. So in that, Tobias Harris has given me new light in looking at him because he is very, very adamant about this Breonna Taylor situation. And he was another one that also said, that a lot of his answers are going to be justice for Breonna Taylor. So again, I think they all need to take a page out of that segment of the arena and do it that way. I'm not saying don't do it at all. I'm saying answer the question. Be short with your answers. I don't care. Like as Raymond said, you know, they asked you about the defense when they, the team went on a 17-2 run. Well, look, we didn't play good defense. We need to work on that justice for Breonna Taylor. Your voice will still be heard. With that being said, I'm going to take a break. It's 11.52. 52 minutes past the 11 a.m. hour. You are 
tuned in to Sports Rap on Heat 100 Radio. I will be back and I will talk more about the NFL and maybe some more about the MLB. We'll see you on the other side in just a few minutes.